Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue Where you, your family, your friends Can come kick it with the Waltons For a half an hour at least Get caught up on the world All things righteous and soulful Can I get an amen? Hotel What? (laughs) (laughs) What's up Monty Mons? Hey, Mir, how you doing, bud? Hey, man, I'm doing good, G. What's happening with you? Man, just been here existing. <laughs> you know what? That's actually the perfect segue. Let's just jump right into it. So, uh, clearly, I see the uh, the cabin fever is kind of setting in, you know. You were looking a little crackish when I walked into the house today. Wow. <laughs> you gonna put my personal business out. I was like, no, I was just like, we're like... I mean, like, is my nigga good? Like, and then you was like, yo, like, nigga, like, I'm in here with this nigga Sunday. Like, shit fucked up, man. The days is running together. Nigga, I don't even know what time it be no more. Why are you adding words? This never happened. Amir is lying. Ain't no cabin fever, okay? I am a perfectly sane person. And I don't do anything out of the ordinary. Life is a... Are you ready for it to be over? Yes. (laughs) Wait a minute. Is the part of you liking being in quarantine? Am I missing something? Like, why wasn't this just a resounding yes? Nah, I am ready for it to be over. You feel me? Okay. Um, But I don't know. It's been looking nice not doing nothing. Focusing and working on yourself. <laughs> you, you had to better up what I said, make it sound a little better. Yeah, it's been good, you know, to be able to focus on other stuff, like, really. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just saying, because, you know, even like getting back into your, your, you know, the videos. Yeah. You know, getting your rhythm back with that, you know. It had been a couple of months, <clears throat> so that's cool. Yep. That's what's up, man. I'm proud of you, man. Keep it going. What have you learned about yourself during this time? Because it's been almost. I think we're going on like five weeks, five, six-ish, something like that. What have you learned about yourself in this time? You know what, brother? What have you learned about yourself in this time? Wait. You are my equal. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, are you, yo, you really tweaking? Like, I think it is getting to you a little bit. No, I'm fine. What have you learned, man? Uh, so you just threw the question on me? Mm-hmm. You know what? It's interesting, man. I I don't really know how to put it into words. Because I feel, I feel like I'm a very focused individual already. But I feel like this almost refocused me or super focused me. Because it's like, it's literally no excuses now. You know what I'm saying? Like, so... Whereas before you'd be like, oh, no, I'm swamped with this. I got to run here. I got to do this. Such and such might come. Like, you know, all these other distractions. I'm like, you got, I got no distractions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think what it's taught me is, um, you know, you could always take it up a notch. Because I feel like a lot of the stuff I've been doing now, like I told you, I've been getting up at like 7. At least this week, you know, kind of like really structuring it. Getting up at 7. Journaling. So like making sure it's the first thing I do. I read Word Power Made Easy. Then I read uh, a couple pages out of the Elements of Style. 
Then I go for my run, workout, come back, read, like, and really, like, most of my reading and all that kind of stuff be done before, like, 12 o'clock, you know what I'm saying? So, it's, um, it's like, yeah, I, I, this is stuff you could do, like, anytime, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it just, like, shows me, like, how much more, like, I can kind of fit in and, you know, how much it even helps to get the stuff done. But having it structured, like, before I wasn't really writing out what I would be doing every day. Like, I've been writing out, like, literally, like, 8.30, 9.30, 10.30. Like, I've been trying to make sure it's down to the minute like that. And it's actually, like, really helped me. So, uh, yeah, I think it's just that you could take whatever your hustle is or your, whatever you're trying to do, you could take it up a notch. Even when stuff can kick back in, it's just, like, you know, prioritizing it around your other priorities. That's very utilizing true. the time. It's easier when you write it down. Everything. That was nice, Mary. Yeah. No. Legit. Like I, I, that's how I feel. It's pretty true. It is. Yeah. 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 So you know, it's been good. You know, I see some of the same people out there running in the mornings and shit. Like be like, yo, what's up, my nigga? Don't get too close. Did you make friends? Nah, but you know, we get that nice little head now. You know, six feet, social distance. Mm. But now, what have you learned about yourself? I've learned this. I've learned that babysit. I have learned that (laughs) I am in control. Hi, man. Of the outcomes. What do you mean by that? I mean, like, uh, I'm reading this one. I'm reading this physical, like, because uh, I do um, Audible too, but I'm physically reading this book about uh, just like positivity and manifestation. Ah, ah, ah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, I just think, like, ultimately, <clears throat> like, you're, you are, um, you're in charge of, like, how you feel every day. You know what I mean? I think that. We shouldn't get so fixated on like just just anything. For example, like oh, you know, I'm not gonna be happy today unless I get my twelve hundred dollars. Like that's you know what I mean. You gotta mm-hmm. like you you set the tone and stuff. So I'm just trying to like relearn all that stuff because you could easily look at all this from a negative viewpoint. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to uh, reverse that and look at everything positively each day something to be positive about and then also you know i feel like um it's caused me to be more creative in how i go about things because like i hadn't taken my acting classes yet or done anything really anything involving acting and i downloaded uh four audible books like about acting you Mm -hmm. know what i mean different acting techniques and uh things like that so that stuff like i could have been downloaded those never thought to until mm-hmm. this quarantine mm-hmm. so i think it's just looking at stuff from a positive view and i've already learned a lot from you know one of them and it's like dang i wish i would have downloaded these at that audition three months ago blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. but for some reason though my mind just didn't think to download something about um uh, acting so yeah i think it's just causing me to find new ways to be creative it's a, yeah, it's like I truly believe it's gonna be a lot of people who come out of this with better habits and life 
and uh, just a better outlook. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause even what you was talking about with that, like, I, like I've been, I was reading that uh, the Stephen King book on writing, and uh, oh, excuse me, other ones. I'm like, bro, it's just like it's so easy to soak up so much stuff, and it's like, bro, like. It's so easy to just, like, learn, but we be so distracted, yo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, distracted. even when I, like, I'm watching it, like, because I was already kind of, because I think I told you I was already trying to do, like, four books a month this year anyway. And that was before the quarantine. I was kind of sticking to that. But it's like, you know, once you, like, build that habit, it's like, yo, I feel like I almost got to do it. It's almost like working out. You know what I'm saying? When you get to that flow of working out and then you don't work out, it's like, ugh, it feel weird. Mm-hmm. It's like that's how I am with like the the reading stuff. It's like even if it's only like ten pages or something like that, like I got to get some of it in. So I so I really believe the ones who working on their craft during these like two three months, however long we got to be in here, is gonna be the ones that's gonna hit the ground running when we get up out. You know, so I commend you, sister, for uh, what you doing. What's the name of the uh, books you reading? That one sounded pretty good. Too. I was listening to it a little bit when you, uh, the acting one. Yeah, so the one I'm reading right now is literally just called Audition, mm. um, and it is by Michael. Let me look up his last name so I don't fumble this bag. Yeah, no, yeah, I heard a little bit. I had just caught a few little sentences of it, and I was like, oh. Michael Shirtleth. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it, it's a really good book. And I think that people kind of, um, you kind of know because you, you've you gone on auditions and you write scripts. You kind of know there's more to acting than just getting up there and reading the lines. Yeah, like, for sure. Of, like, there's a lot, a lot, a lot to it. So you really, like, you really find out if you want to do it because, you know, you're kind of... It's almost like an insane career to go after, you know what I mean? Because, you know, it's already very tough to get in for most people. And, you know, it's like 80% uh, who you know and the connections you make and stuff like that. And even that can be intimidating. So Mm -hmm. it's just like you have to kind of just be out of your shell and, you know, go at it if you really want it. Yeah, yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah, the Jay Prince book I'm reading right now is real good. You probably like that one too. It's an easy read too. Um, but yeah, he talks about that like because he was the one who started Rap a Lot Records in Houston. It was like the first big hip hop label in, in Houston. <laughs> and they had uh, Scarface, Ghetto Boys, like Pimp C, Bumby, and you know. And um, yeah, he talked about the same thing. Like a lot of it is just like you know it's it's faith and belief yo like that's what it comes down to like with all of that stuff like you know he said he told his mom he was gonna get her a mansion he said he was gonna get himself a 100 acre house mm-hmm. and like you know when he was telling people that they was like what a crazy ass nigga like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. da, 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 da. like yeah, yeah like this nigga wilding like but it's those are the ones like i think einstein said that like the ones who you know change the world are the ones who crazy enough to think they can mm-hmm. you know and that's that's really all it is at the end of the day is you believing in yourself and just not stopping until you do it. You yeah. Know? I think so many, I think that's just a tough thing. Like I think people give up so quick sometimes. Not even so quick. Well, I think it is quick. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think it's like, yo, I should be a movie star by the time I'm 25 or, you know, I should have this record deal by the time I'm 21 or 
I should have did my first script or I should already be a doctor. Like, you know, whatever it could be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just like, bro, like, we write our own story only to a certain extent. Like, the only thing we got control over is the energy we put out there and, you know, our consistency with it. And then you just got to be able to stick it around till things fall in place, you know, so... Yeah, I'm I'm excited for you, man. That's a that's a that's a cool book, man. I'm glad you're enjoying it, getting your read on. Thank you, my nigga. You know what I mean? So, yo, real quick, you know, this one this one is just me. I know you didn't watch it, but you know, I'd be giving my little verses uh 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 reviews each week with the So last week it was DJ Premier and Arisa. I'd be quick, you know, I know but you know I'm an avid hip hop fan, money. Yeah. And like listening to this joint for that almost three hours, mm-hmm. I fell back in love with hip hop. And I wasn't out of love with hip hop. That's the crazy thing. But it was just like being able to sit there and listen to the dude that architected the Wu Tang Clan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Play like twenty of his favorite songs. That's that one night I came out here and you was still up at like three thirty in the morning. Probably. <laughs> DJ Premier oh then worked with Biggie, Jay Z, Nas, Gangstar, everybody, and it was like they was just in there vibing, peace, love, unity, like, and hip hop. Like it was like ah, oh, like black folks are so dope bro like yeah we created hip-hop bro like and like it, it just made me like real proud i don't know what it would like but my energy when i was watching it it was just like because they affected like you know it's anything it could be a movie role like you said it could be a book it could be a song but you just don't know like how much like something that you create or you put your energy into like how it affects like i think they ended up having like 800 and 93,000 people that like just tuned in and was listening to the live like with the music and stuff like that's almost a million people who've been like affected and like brought up by your music you know what I'm saying like and when you think about it like they just that's that's legacy you know what I'm saying like those 800,000 people is gonna always listen they're gonna probably pass it to their kids or they home like so it's just like it just shows me like if you put your heart into something like you can really like affect and change the world and like hip hop it, it, it was just a beautiful thing man I hope you tune in to one of them but they they, they, they got they gonna have to do probably what they gonna have to do for you like Aaliyah versus Beyonce or something like that you gonna tune in for that one <laughs> Rihanna 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 nigga you know Rihanna versus Beyonce I need a nice top one. 20 cuts Nice little female female uh, joint going on. I'm telling you, I think they just need to run the uh, they just need to run off Meg and the City Girls for y'all and have that be lit. The most ratchet live ever. So yeah, all right. So you know, money. You've had relationships that are longer than mine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're supposed to give me words of encouragement at that point. I don't know what to tell you. Wow. <laughs> nah. So, uh, 
I don't even really have nothing to say about them, but it's like, um, you know, everybody was kind of talking about Janae Aiko and Big Sean today. They went on their little live today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know I've told everybody, like, Janae Aiko to me is like the new Erica Badu. Like, that's, mm-hmm. I, that's how I feel. I, I, really, I really fuck with young Janae. Mm-hmm. And I then, And I, I, I fuck with Big Sean, too. They're a cute, like, little couple. You know, they, they too, okay. too, like, short. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. cool. They're Positive, yeah. you know, little vibey people, you know. Yeah. So, uh, what do you? Uh, and it seems like their energy is like I don't know. Their synergy is just like it's good. What do you think it takes no, to have a successful public relationship? And is it doable? Uh. For on a big level like theirs and even on you know a regular person's level like you you posting the vacations you doing you know you like y'all, y'all and everything like is it doable to be super out there like and what parts of it need to stay private do any parts of it need to stay private how much should you post how much shouldn't you post Dang, should man. you go on live should you not go on live Amir <laughs> My goodness. I mean, I feel like, heck yeah, public relationships can be successful and all that. Heck yeah, I don't think there's... The only, like, unsuccessful relationships I feel like are, you know, when one or both parties low-key give up. You know what I mean? I just think to have a successful relationship, you just have to be loyal and communicate communication is key communication is key because it's just like there are some people who have open relationships you know what i mean they that are is true. together but they agree to have open relationships so they dibble and dabble in uh, other stuff having a conversation about that is way better than seeing your partner on Instagram or on Twitter boot up with somebody else and you're just like what right so it just comes down to communication I feel like people people make it hard because they can't handle the truth sometimes you know a lot of people want to be with one person or they don't want that person to be with anybody else but they still want to do their thing on the side you know what I mean mm-hmm. that don't work you're not being fair so it's just I don't know communication bro I feel like it's super simple honestly what about you Nah, yeah, I've always felt like that's like the key thing. It's like such a simple thing, but it's something that's hard for people to do. Yeah. And I think you're right. Like I think sometimes people fear their own answers or feel uh fear exposing like who they really are. Like they want to put up a facade of like this is not who I am. Yeah. Um and that kind of deters them from having some of those conversations but yeah that's what i think it comes out to <clears throat> when i was riding lift uh when i was driving lift i mean uh i was talking to this lady uh a while back and she has said like, i think she was married for like 40 or 50 years and she was like yo like nice. only way it worked is because of communication like we just you know we could talk about everything you know even if we don't like it it's like so simple we respect each other enough to be able to talk about it and you know see how we could deal with it you know i think that's i think that's what any communication i mean not any communication any relationship um 
between you and whoever it may be, even if it's a friend or a homie, whatever. It's like, you know, if you don't like your girl twerking on Instagram live, you know what I'm saying? Instead of being passive aggressive about it, just tell her. You know what I'm saying? Just tell her. Don't be mad and have your lip dragging. You know, just <laughs> just just talk to her about it. You sound like an old man. And she might have been that way before you got with her. You know what I'm saying? So But what if the same couple that you're talking about, what if that same nigga got nothing but twerking hoes in his legs? Mm. What type of message does that send to his girlfriend? So not <laughs> Nothing but twerking hoes in his light. Like those are the those are the hoes that like his pictures, or he likes their stuff. That he likes their stuff. Oh, he likes their stuff. Wow. Well, that is that is a conversation. Because <laughs> 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 you'd be like, nigga, I was doing this for you. <laughs> but that, that that's a good question. That is a good. I feel like yo. I mean, to that extent, you gotta you know. You got to take it on the chin a little bit, man. Or you got to stop liking twerking hoes pictures. It could be so simple. So question, man. <laughs> do you feel like thinking about your past relationships, mm-hmm. do you think they could have been salvaged with better communication? Or do you feel like you had pretty good communication in all your relationships? I think all of them. Uh, probably like two, two of the three. What could have been salvaged with better communication? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) On both parts, on yours, on hers. Uh I think it's hard to always put it on just one person. So I mean, yeah, I could say both. Probably both of us. Maybe we both could have communicated a little bit better. Me being a nigga, of course I'm gonna say sixty forty, you know, that way. But no. But nah, like, yeah, yeah, probably could have uh, two of the three. And yeah, the third one, and I think that's part of it too. Like, um, you know, I think that's why uh, one of the other ones worked out, or not didn't work out, but we was, um, you know, was able to break up early enough because we had also had a conversation. It's like, nah, bro, the same, you know. Taking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we came back to the table like years later and, you know, it was cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think it's just cool. Like, and it's better not to drag stuff on. You know what I'm saying? I think that just builds more resentment when you don't talk about the stuff and it mm-hmm. gets to a point where you can be like, I really hate this nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's better to just have those conversations earlier and you may have a little dislike, you know what I'm saying? Or you be a little upset, but it ain't hate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't want to build that. So, yeah. I said, yeah, probably two to three. Two to three could have been saved from better communication. Okay. So, that's something I try to focus on. Okay. That's I just read a book about negotiating. So, I think negotiations are a part of communication. <laughs> you treat everything like a business deal, nigga? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. Um, so, look, hey... We're gonna run a couple things off real quick, you know. Just some, just quick, quick points, real quick. You don't have to dwell on them too long. I just want to get your little points. Uh, your boy Obama gives Biden the uh, uh, endorsement. You mm-hmm. know. Well, uh, well, I guess that pretty much speaks for itself. All right. How do you feel about that? 
<laughs> Yo, I just feel like it's Fugazi, bro. Like, how? Uh, I mean, well, first off, like I feel like Biden. It's had to be almost not maybe not a year. Maybe he's been running for like eight months, nine months. You knew everybody else he was running against. He was your vice president. I'm like, nigga, either you down with the team, nigga, or you ain't. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear no shit about you after after Bernie then dropped out. Now I'm giving my endorsement to my man's body. Like, nigga, I was holding you down for eight years, bro. Like, what, what you mean? Like, now you going to come around? Like, obviously you going to give me the endorsement now. You're not finna go for Trump. Like, so, like, I mean, do I really need it? You know, at this point? So it's like, come on, Obama, bro. Like. Maybe he wanted Bernie, man. Maybe he wanted Bernie. Nah, I don't think he wanted Bernie either. I thought. I mean, I don't think he really. I don't think he really much liked the candidates either. To be honest. Mhm. Uh. Yeah. Then they calling that nigga Sleepy Joe. Is that Sleepy name? Joe. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. Why? <laughs> they said that nigga don't be knowing what's going on. <laughs> In the debates and shit. Uh, nigga be like, he be like, what was the question again? <laughs> call that nigga Sleepy Joe. That is not the president I would want. Yeah, that ain't that ain't what you want uh, niggas to be saying about you before. No. But um, yeah, I guess uh, you don't have nothing. Uh, I don't have anything to say. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty fugazi, man. But that's politics. That's why I don't like politics, man. It's just such a. I just hate how you could really just go in on niggas for like eight months and then they drop out the race and then you endorse a nigga like, oh, yeah, like even like Elizabeth Warren and Bernie and all the rest of them. Like, yeah, like we got to vote for Biden like that. I'm like, bro, you just spent the last four months shitting on this nigga. Like now we just supposed to get behind it. It was just politics, you know, that's why I'm not a I'm not the biggest fan. I think when Bernie dropped out, people, a lot of people were in a state of. Anybody but Trump. What, after he dropped out? Mm-hmm. People that were going for Bernie after he dropped out, it's like, all right, well, as long as we get somebody in there that's not Trump, who? I think it's a lot of Bernie niggas that's not finna vote for Biden, yo. Really? Yeah, like, that's been like a big thing. Like, cause Bernie, like the Bernies, the, what they call them, the Bernie burners, the, the Bernie buddies, I don't know what they call them niggas. The burn, the burns. The burns, the yeah. burners. I guess so. That's a that's a rowdy group of individuals. I'm a burner. You ain't a burner though. You ain't even got a Bernie T-shirt. What does that? You ain't got a MAGA <laughs> hat, nigga. You right. Donald Trump all up and down. Right, but I mean, like to a certain extent, like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm not finna. I'm not finna. Like I ain't, I ain't pulling up to rallies. Like I'm not. Like you know, it's like this nigga captain. What? <laughs> It's like, bro, it's still politics at the end of the day. Like, I'm not that invested. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. Whatever. Whatever. I'm just saying. Like, so. But yeah, that's a that's a that's a rowdy. I mean, shit. Same with the Mega Boys. Eh? That's a rowdy group of individuals too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I just I I don't know. I think it's gonna be hard to get some of them to come over there to that Biden side, bro. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. That's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting though. We'll see what happens. 
I don't support that nigga either. So how you feel about Diddy asking people? It was it was a funny ass clip. I forgot to send it to you. This nigga, did you see it? No. That nigga going off. No. He was like, "Yo, Puff, why the fuck are you dancing on Instagram Live?" Who said that? This is this random nigga asking niggas who ain't working, broke niggas waiting for twelve hundred dollar stimulus checks to give them money. Why are you asking these people to give you money? You a fucking billionaire, Puff. He said, why don't you put a million dollars up? Tell LeBron to put a million dollars up. Oprah, whoever. Y'all fund the healthcare workers. That's big nigga shit, Puff. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. Like, this nigga was going on. And then as I thought about it, I was like, hmm. <laughs> That's a very good point. I was like, it's a very good. I mean, granted, I wasn't going to get no money anyway. But it's like, yo, it's like, yeah, like, I do kind of feel away. I'm like, bro, y'all sitting up there in these matches, sipping wine, dancing, chilling. Like, you tell the folks, like, yeah, you donate to the healthcare worker. I'm like, bro, you could put up plenty enough money, like, with your group of folks <laughs> to get that together. Like, I definitely think that would have been the better and more heartfelt thing to do. As much as I love Diddy dancing, I love Diddy. He's a positive brother, you know, but yeah, I'm like, mm, nah, I ain't doing that. I was like, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> you you take care of it this time. Yeah, you you take care of you, LeBron, and, and some of the rest of y'all. Y'all, y'all can fund that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It won't, even, it won't hurt y'all at all. You know what I'm saying? Not we like still standing that. in line for groceries, my nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Period. Um, poo. Period, poo. Yeah, I miss the city girls, bro. What's up, JT? You ain't start talking about her like this after <laughs> she got out of jail. I had, to, I had to make sure her head was on straight. Is it? Yeah. Is it different from when she went in? How? Yeah. How? She, she focused now. She bought her money. How? She not getting in trouble no more. Mary, we have to stay at home. <laughs> like, Everybody on house arrest. Yeah. <laughs> can't nobody get in trouble right now. You can't for not wearing that mask. That's facts. I seen somebody going off. They got fined. The Whole Foods line today, huh? Is niggas really getting fined for not wearing masks? No, not getting fined, but they will like kick you out of line if you like don't have a mask on. And he was like, sir. You're not wearing your mask right. He like, I got to talk to you, right? I took my mask down to talk to you, right? I got my mask on, though. Sir, if you don't calm down, you won't go in the store. No! No, I got my mask on. I'm like, you. Yo, bro, them security guards at the job be having me rolling with niggas coming in with no mask. They be like, yo, man, you breathing all in the store. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Ralph's is hey, ghetto. Ralph's ghetto as Ralph's shit. Ralph's is I, ghetto. I, I, I ain't gonna lie, yo. That shit be so comedy. It's funny as shit every day, though, bro. Like, that shit is hilarious. <laughs> bro, this nigga, this nigga is like, yo, you gotta have it on. He's like, all right, he putting it on. Put put the mask on before you go in the store. You know, we got the, we got them nigga bodyguards over there. These niggas. That man can't talk to other adults like that. Like, <laughs> yo, my boy Levy going to fuck off, bro. Yeah, bro. Would it be every day, yo? Every day, bro. This shit be hilarious. 
Hilarious. Alright. So last yeah, so wear your mask, y'all. So the security guards ain't gotta get on y'all ass. But uh okay. So last last joint. Boosie a few uh well, it was a couple months ago. A month or so ago. Uh when uh Dwayne Wade was going through uh his little thing with uh his uh son who is now a daughter. Um, you know, Boosie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boosie Boosie he came online and he said, Yo, you know, he was like, Yo, don't D Way, don't yo chill, man. Don't let him make grown up decisions. You never know. Like he that boy only twelve you know, he might like girls four or five years from now. Don't let them cut that man dick off, man. Don't let them cut his penis off, man. Don't let him make a grown decision as a as a uh, as a boy. And uh, he wow. said, he said, you know, that was that's 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 what he meant, you know. And uh, you know, that's what he said. So he said, <clears throat> Jay Z had called him up to basically uh, apologize to D Wade and. Um, and his daughter Amir <laughs> don't be disrespectful <laughs> it's still got a raw I mean anyway yeah his daughter and um, yeah he said no nah, he wasn't apologizing he said he ain't disrespect him he said that's just how he feel he feel kids shouldn't be making grown folks decisions and um, yeah he said that was it I don't need to talk to Jay Z I'm not apologizing for that that was what I meant that's what I said and you know we can all move on so um, one I wanted to get your take on that but it was an interesting part about it because uh, I'll talk about it after you but it was a part where Charlemagne was on there and he was saying, well, you know, like, I feel like, you know, you just don't want to, uh, you know, we should we should just mind our business and we shouldn't speak on other people's kids. Um, yada, yada, yada. So that's what he was saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, yeah, well, anyway, I'll let you jump in and then I'll say what I got in there. We'll bounce off each other. I mean... I think for the first time in life, I agree with Charlamagne. Like, like, mind your business. Like, Dwayne Wade and whoever that kid's mom is, they're grown. Like, like Boosie, you a grown-ass man tell a woman to put their pussy lips on live for $1,000. Grown woman. Shut your ass up. <laughs> Shut up. Like... Shut your ass up. Like, I just feel like some stuff is just like, you don't have to, I don't know. Some stuff is just like, you don't have to tell them to, like, I don't know. I could relate that to something so stupid. That's like sending, like sending out a personal video to like Jay-Z, talk about Jay-Z, you know, make sure you, you brush your teeth every morning like i feel like it's 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 almost at the same level as that it's just like well him telling him not to cut the yeah like what did you need to tell him that for that's just how i think like it's just i don't know i just think yeah keep your i don't think i would never get on on a platform and tell somebody else what to do with their kids like that's just not me 
All right, so is it more like just the 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 Instagram thing, like him going on there and doing it? Like, would it have been different if he would have wrote a uh, Instagram post about it or a uh, something like that? Like, was it just that it was alive? Or are you saying like just any social media platform, a post, a tweet, a live, anything? I just feel like leave people's kids out of it. Dwayne Wade is a grown ass man. Like, you can't tell him. He not gonna be like, oh, Boosie told me not to let him cut his dick off. Gotta listen to that. <laughs> he ain't gonna do that. So it's just like, you just, you're just trolling. You're just trolling. I, I agree with it. I don't think no child should right. make a, a decision like that until they're, you know, okay, you're 18, you're grown, whatever. All right, you're 18, you're grown now. At 12, oh no, I agree. So was this a case of uh, the messenger then? Because let me ask you this. Now, if it would have been... Um, anyway, let's say it was Barack Obama. And he put it in a more eloquent way. And he came out on Instagram Live. And he said, look, it's a lot of stuff going on. These are hard times for kids. Kids are going through different things. But we don't want them to have certain procedures. Uh, something like they shouldn't do. I'm not sure if that's something... A direction you're going in but hopefully uh we don't make a brash decision like that too early and he's still does he name drop Dwayne Wade like yeah. again? shut your ass up Obama like why is that your business why are you so why are you that pressed to where you're getting on a social <coughs> platform telling somebody else what to do with their kids mm-hmm. I feel it can I retort please all right so here was my thing with it. I feel like, and this is just me personally, I feel like they've kind of been commercializing the boys' whole transition or however you want to call it. Commercializing? Yeah, I mean, like, just putting it out there, like, making this little boy, like, I think he only, like, 12. Like, mm-hmm. making him, like, almost like the poster boy for, like, transitioning and being transgender and I feel like one you're opening up uh your child to that type of criticism um you know putting him on that grand stage like that like making sure he's wearing heels or uh and walking the red carpet in heels and uh doing like little photo shoots and stuff in women's clothes and then uh, talking about you getting ready to do a documentary on it. So, you know, like a documentary is a piece of art. You know what I'm saying? Like this is something like people put documentaries, movies, things like those are pieces of things they put together and they get criticized, whether it's for the message, whether for how it's put together. So you're opening up your child to feel, you know what I'm saying? A lot of that. So, that's why I've really kind of had a problem with it, like almost from the jump, because it's like, okay, like why they saw it? Because even like Magic Johnson's son is, you know, I'm not sure if he's transgender, but he's, you know, he's an outwardly gay guy. You know what I'm saying? But they've always kind of let it be their family thing. And they easy, and not saying that everybody has to do it the same way, but I think they've helped him, you know what I'm saying? Like, as a child when he was going through it like just let him become comfortable with himself figure it out amongst themselves and then as he was a teenager got into being a man he kind of you know stepped out into it completely 
So I just think like it's almost like over sexualizing. Like I, I told him like when I seen it, I was like, damn, he twelve. I was like, he wearing like acrylic nails and all of that. Like I'm like, oh, like they really like going like hard for this, and they like they putting like these ain't like even just regular photos. Like they just taking around the house with like the iPhone. Like they giving the boy like full photo shoots and like it's like it just seems like they making a. It's like a product. Is that all? That's that's what it, it's, it's it's felt like to me. So it's like when he had said that back then, I was like, "Oh, Boosie, you know, it's it's Boosie." So it's like he only know how to, yeah, right, right. He only know how to talk one type of way, and like you know, he's not the he's not the person you're gonna look to for that type of message. And it's like you said, like I agree though. I was like, I don't think no kids should be doing that. You know what I'm saying? And if you're gonna if you're gonna say that you want to open up this conversation about kids being able to do that and being comfortable, then you also got to be able to say or listen to, you know, folks that's going to be like, nah, bro, like, we, I don't think no kids should be doing that. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's just like the give and take of it when you decide to put, um, you know, a boy or a child, any type of boy, boy or girl, a child, out there into the world as like the poster for something that's way bigger you know what I'm saying than them like cause he's still learning out about himself you know what I'm saying so my thing with it like honestly with the Charlemagne shit it was just like and this was probably a completely different subject I'm like bro how are you gonna tell people to mind their own business Charlemagne your whole show based around people niggas not minding their own business like you know what I'm saying like that, but I'm just saying like your, your, your whole shit is about people not minding their business you talk about folks like nigga, we, we talk about other folks that's what we doing on this show you know what I'm saying so like you in the media bro like you can't say like a nigga shit kids so I remember when that nigga was shitting on little mama and the rest of them nigga Baby. Come here, little mama is our age, bro. I don't care what her name is. She is, an, she is our age, bro. Back then, though. Yeah. When it happened. Yeah, are you talking about with Jay Z? Yeah. Wasn't I like? Cause I was like eighteen, seventeen when that happened. Ain't that still a kid? Oh, <laughs> <I know. laughs> so that's all right. All right. No, but no, all right. little mama was our age, bro. This nigga said. No, nah, cause that, nah, cause I was definitely, cause I remember I was like senior year of high school when that shit happened. I was like, oh, I was like, all right, but uh, yeah, but anyway, man, like, nah, I, I, I just think like, but yeah, I mean, I feel like he, he should, he shouldn't have had to apologize. Like, granted, you know, but he, like, he talked the same way with everything, so it ain't like he was just being like vulgar and you know repulsive. Or he said like the little boy a bitch, like you know, what I'm saying shit like that. He said like you know. I don't, I don't think, think I don't think a kid should cut his dick off. Like you know, granted, like the nigga probably shouldn't have been like as rambunctious about it, but that's just like how he is with everything. Put your pussy lips on the <laughs> on the screen. Don't cut his dick off. Like he just know how to talk. You know, he only know how to talk what type of way. You know. I mean, I don't think that. I don't think he meant like no. I I don't think he was mean trying to be mean to the kid is what I'm saying through the whole. Mm-hmm. Like even when I listened to the interview, he was like. You know, I ain't had nothing against the boy or Dwayne Wade. None of them. You know what I'm saying? It was just like I was speaking more generally. It was just that that was the situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That was brought up. It was really like I don't think no kid should cut their dick off. But it was just like it was brought to me like what you think about Dwayne Wade and his. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think, too, that I feel like. 
as niggas, as a community of niggas, we have to like, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it's so easy to like point the finger and tell somebody else what they should do with their kid. But we're also in a day and age where it's just like a lot of uh, people are committing suicide. The younger generation is very depressed and they're, you know, they're just going through all these anxiety, depression, all these words that I feel like I didn't really go through when I was that age. But for some reason, the younger generation, they just are. Mm. And it's like, even when you talk about Magic Johnson's kid when he was growing up, da 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 like social media also wasn't that big when he was growing up around that time. Like there's so much access to stuff in this day and age. And it's just like, especially if you're a child that comes from a family with money, it's just like, he probably had, he's probably had an iPhone since he was like six. You know what I mean? Whatever. You could do so much on an iPhone. You could do so much. You could, you could find out what a transgender is. You can Google that. Like there's, you know what I mean? There's just so much stuff that he has access to that the younger generation of, um, of gays didn't have <laughs> what? what I didn't know what to say I didn't I, I, didn't, I didn't know what to say so you feel me I just think it that people your, gotta it was just your face <laughs> I didn't want to get in trouble I just think people gotta like ease up a little bit on Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union too because they're they're also in a pickle because you we don't know how it is to have a transgender child i honestly pray to god that i don't have a child that wants to transition because mentally that's going to be very hard on me as a parent like mom i want to change my gender i'm gonna fucking kill myself like that's i could be hard all i want to but if my kid ever says they're depressed they want to kill themselves all because of you know what i mean they feel like they're in the wrong body I'm, it's gonna be a different conversation than what I'm having with you right now. Right. Very, very different. So I mean, th- this is the first time they're parenting a transitioning kid. They're trying to figure it out too, and he has at the kid has access to so much stuff. I feel like we, we it might look like the parents are like putting him out there. This little nigga probably set up a bunch of them interviews on his own or a bunch of them photo shoots on his own with his own phone. I'm sure people are reaching out to him. Like crazy. You gotta whoop that nigga ass at that point. What? <laughs> what? How do we get here? Why? I was like, bro, you twelve, bro. You're not just finna be a range of interviews, bro. Like, you yo, relax, my nigga. Like, bro, yo, calm do you down. No, one of the most successful YouTubers. I think he might be eleven. <clears throat> he brought in like twenty six million last year or something like That's that. That's the one who reviewed toys or something. Yeah, from reviewing toys, like that this boy might be making money off of these interviews that you think he shouldn't be doing or these walkthroughs or whatever and a lot of these choices are probably his own you know what i mean so i don't think i think people just got to ease up on like to like let that let let that nigga figure it out i feel you bro he's trying bro he's trying well we will see how it all unfolds we will definitely see yeah man god god bless him god bless him for sure. God bless America. So, uh, thank you all for tuning in. I hope it's been thank uh, me ins- for being here. insightful, fun. You're supposed to be here. Your name huh? is your name is literally on the the podcast, the fly, like every your name is on everything. I could sue you for that. You agreed to it. 
You don't have proof. Wow. I still got the email thread with me, you, and Megan talking about the whole thing. I don't delete no emails. That's why it's 30,000 of them when you look at my iPhone. You think you're a big man? Think you're a big man? Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I want you all to move forward with peace, love, righteousness. Know that your vibration dictates your mass. Things that operate at a higher vibration become bigger. So increase your vibration. Read more. Eat better. Like Imani said, communicate better. Love more. Respect more. And watch the blessings come forth. As your mass increases. Listen. (laughs) Like the fortune of life. Always states. Express yourself. Panda. Hakuna Matata. (laughs) Peace. Whoa.